Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. We're back in another episode of League of Procedure. As always, I'm Jerry Moore. I'm with Jay Wright. This League of Procedure is the Spreaker. It is best to go to Spreaker and search League of Procedure. Same thing as iTunes. Just go to iTunes. Pass up. We pay for it. So link on Twitter after every show. It's pretty easy to find. Jay, how's, how's your week been? You can uh, you can get your your anger out on me now and there if you want to about about Hoover. I know you're still upset and everything about that, but how's your week been inside of that? Uh, it's been all right. I'm I'm actually we um uh, we got put out in our church softball league tournament last night and came in fourth. So I'm more aggravated about that than anything. But we uh we won the regu- we won the regular season and we got a trophy, so can't be too mad. But uh. You know, in slow pitch soft, church league softball, if you only score six runs in seven innings, that's, that's not very good. <laughs> we probably deserve to get beat. But uh, you know, just watch the uh, I, I watched baseball, regional baseball from from the time it started Friday, basically all the way through. So that that's taken up most of my time. Uh, no, nah, the the whole the whole whatever Hooper thing, uh, I just carry on. It's whatever. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even mad. Uh, but uh, how, how have you been? It's. It's been. It's. Been, I've been good, man. I've been actually been freaking working like crazy. I had all this rain, and you know I cut up several yards. I had a bunch. I, I cut seven yards. I had all this rain. Had my yard. And all this rain kept me from cutting. So pretty much, I hadn't. I guess since it, I guess the past two days of basically just cut yards, basically. That's all I've been doing, really, because I'm trying to catch up. Still behind, but trying to catch up doing there, but, it, you know, got to make that money. Yeah, it rained. It rained so much. Uh, it, it would, I, I can imagine it's hard to do much of anything outside. Um, we had to delay. We, our, the, the softball tournament is supposed to end on Saturday night. We were supposed to play a late game at about 9.30 or 9.45 and finish it up that one day, and uh, it, well, it's gotten pushed back. I think it's ending sometime tomorrow night. So, um, yeah, rain, rain will, rain will get you. And, and as much as it rained, it was a. I know it, it was a, like out here at the softball field. I mean, the, the outfield is just a pond. So, it, I, I can imagine cutting grass was not ideal anywhere. Really, in the whole country, it, it rained all over the place. So, do you want to go ahead and? Get your probably just sit back and laughing over with. Are you going to talk a little sports first? Because I'm. I really got a hot take on this. I guess it's really been the topic over the past few days. Uh, just wherever you want to go with the story. I mean, I, if you want to do sports first, that's fine. I don't really care. I'm ready. I'm going to go ahead. All right, go on. Then. So, I'm sure by now you've seen a picture of Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, I, I've seen it. So, I got several issues with it. And some non-issues with it, everybody else does, I guess. First thing is, I blame them on Kardashians. They're career killer. It's been proven. You look at people's careers where they are now, 
I mean, look what Lamar owed him. Reggie Bush went to shit. Now look at him. He's having a decent career. Now he's over with. I, I think they're a curse, to be honest with you. You guys know anything about them. They're just, you stay away. I mean, they got 16-year-old daughter doing all kind of plastic surgery, apparently. And I blame it on them. I don't know about all the past stuff and conflicted stuff, whatever, but they're a curse. They got to be. They well, just got to. They they got to have something to do with it. Well, well, your mind's probably not in the right place if you're if you're having to deal with all of them. I mean, I mean, let's be real. Your mind's probably not on what it's supposed to be if you're having to go through all the the drama that is that family. Yeah, and I mean, it, you know, they have that sign for airplanes that you know that certain areas they can't go, and you know, different things for military and no fly zone. They should be a no-go zone. I mean, I know which I know everybody talks about Kim Kardashian being this, whatever. I don't think she's that attractive. To be honest with you, that's just me. Um, I mean, everybody talks about her ass, but you know, if you, you take off the clothes, she's kind of got some little cottage, bunch of cottage cheese going on. So, I mean, I don't really think it's that that spectacular, but you know, that's that's my opinion, not others. Exactly here, in my this is my biggest problem. He's getting an ESPY for Courageous War. This is not courageous. To me, this is not courageous. This isn't great. I didn't think Michael Sam was courageous. I thought it was kind of, you know, yeah, he's he's putting himself out there. Although, after watching everything, I think he was doing it more for money and helping get drafted. But to me, this is not this is not courageous. It's not courage. It's what I'm trying to find a courage. Doing, I mean, he's not the first person to do this. And you see these people come here, oh, this took so much courage. To me, it really did. No, I, I, I don't think so either. I, I don't, especially with how a lot of the so the, the media is taking up on it. I mean, I, I, they're getting praised for these kind of things. I, I don't understand why it's really viewed as courageous. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think you. Should, I don't think you should be getting awards for it. I'm sure you get it. I mean, I, people that go to war, people that can give an organ to some of the kids' life—that's that's courageous to me. I mean, in my opinion, yeah, somebody having a sex change is not really. Uh, I don't understand why that classifies in the same same line of stuff as what you just said. And this next topic, I'm, I don't know people, every people listen that actually know me that will get pissed off about this, but I don't get the people that have a problem with it either. I want these people, and I think you are too. If it doesn't directly affect me financially or physically, I don't care what people do. If that's what they want to do. That's fine. I have no problem with it. And I really, there are people, and I know some that seriously like would. I don't want to. I guess how to put this. I don't want to say it too many words, but would fight him or cause harm if they saw him in person. Say things to him they shouldn't say. 
And then we have stupid also. Well, yeah, well, just because somebody doesn't, you don't agree with or you think wrong doesn't mean you follow that up with something and by doing an action toward them that's wrong. That doesn't make anything better. And it doesn't make you any better either. Um, I mean, I don't, and am I, do I, am I going to come say I agree with everything that's taking place? No, but would I go out and physically try to harm him if I saw him? No, I wouldn't do that either. And would I say anything? Probably not. So. And this doesn't bother me. Gay people, all this stuff, you know, it doesn't bother me. You can be who you are. I mean, I, I, it really doesn't affect me in any way. I mean, and I get this. He won't mind me bringing this up. There's uh, a guy, friend of my wife's family for a long time, grew up with little little sister. Uh, everybody's known he's been gay for a while now. He's actually a really good dude. I love him to death. He's awesome. He, he goes out with us. He goes a lot of our vacations with us. He, he's a real good dude. Uh, he, he, he knows my opinion on people that are gay. He, he respects me enough to know that he's not going to do stuff like that to make me feel uncomfortable in front of me. He's respectful about it. As far as guy, I think he, he's just, as far as a person, I think he's, 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 he's awesome. Uh, and there are people I, that I work with that I, I associate with that make a big deal out of me actually let this, agreeing to let this guy come on vacations with us when he's family vacations, etc. And I just find that stupid. This is kind of the same deal, same kind of people. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one thing to it's one thing to disagree or think that what somebody does is wrong. It's another thing to to treat them like that. Um, I mean, and, uh, just be, like seriously being mean, man, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the necessarily the bullying aspect of it. Um, but, no, that's just me. Now, I did have some fun with it. When it I, I pretty much got sent a picture the day before it blew up late that night. I had somebody send me Christmas with a picture and says it's Christian. So I did show a few people, and especially some of the guys I knew that would almost make them sit there some if they said something. I did the whole, you think she's hot, and showed them the picture. And I was delighted when two of them said yes, and I told them who it was and how they reacted. That's quite, quite, quite pleasuring. Well, maybe he just looks better as a girl than um, he did a dude. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Photoshop is king. It makes there's so many people don't yeah, look as good. I mean, I, I wish I could photoshop. I mean, makeup on anybody that's on TV makes them look a whole lot better than they would if you saw them at Walmart. Well, I mean, well, we, yeah, but you, yeah, I'm talking in most cases. You can say that about anything, but, uh, I mean, yeah, the, the Photoshop deal, I mean, we've talked about it on, about other, other people and topics with regards to Photoshop. I mean, it, I mean, either one of us could probably look like whatever if they use Photoshop, and you know, that's just kind of how it goes. 
Well, moving on from that topic, uh, real topic, and I thought about this. I, I started to go ahead and do this to be funny, because I know you take it lighthearted. I thought at night, too. So I almost started to you know, we had a conversation with Casey and, and some others and making some fun and stuff. I almost started the star thing on Twitter, getting Jay a, a campaign to get get you a date. That'll be quite funny. I started to do it with start out with uh, what's your name? It played on on the only baseball or I mean basketball team. Yeah, Greasy yeah. or Gracie or whatever her name is. Yeah, Gracie Brazil. I started to say that started to get a campaign to get Gracie Brazil to go on a date with you, but I decided against it. Of course, still might happen. Still might happen. I think I can pull it off. I mean, it's not that I. It's not that I. I don't get dates. It's just either, either it's just not happening on them or whatever. Or, and then a lot, like like we discussed, a lot of times I'll go for the people that uh, that kind of already. It does have, seem that way. Do what? It does seem that way, man. It does seem like you can pick. Like I said, there could be 30 girls in a room single, and one has a boyfriend. You'd pick that chick that had a boyfriend. I mean, you know it's going to – I mean, I know it's – look, the, the, with, the last, with the last case, I mean, uh, before, I, before I asked her for a number, I knew like, – I knew – I was sitting there. You know, you had that moment when you try to talk yourself out of doing something, but then you're like, oh, screw it, I'm going to do it. Well, in that moment, I was sitting there saying – this girl's got a boyfriend. Like, to myself, I'm like, she's going to have a boyfriend. It's like, why are you even doing this? Like, you know what's going to happen. And then I was just like, screw it, I'm going to ask her. And then as soon as I asked her, that's the first thing she said was she had a boyfriend. So I was like, well, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, it's, it's, I don't really know. I guess it's just like not my, it just wasn't my time. At the, hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Well, you know, when I, you know, I posted that video. I mean, I, you are the first person I thought of. I said, this would have to say. I mean, I thought of myself. Other people thought of me when they saw it. it it's just, it, it's, it's a little different. You know, I had this discussion um somebody, and it's a little different. This guy, this guy really, he doesn't have an excuse. You know, for somebody like, and I'm not just saying me, but anybody, any guy that goes up to a girl and asks them, on a date or something, they has to have a boyfriend or something. You don't, if you don't know that person, there's no way you should know. But this guy should have known or does some digging to see if the girl had a date or had a boyfriend or something. Like, she could have just got the date. So I could have asked her a little bit before that. Wait, she had just gotten a date? She could have. Somebody could have asked her in there earlier in that day when he already planned that. Didn't nobody. We don't I mean, know this whole story. I guess. But if he made this big, look, I you've got this, you've got. It's got to be a slam dunk. Like, if you're going to do something that I big, you, you have to know. Answer. You have to know. Hey, th- this is not, you know, even even I can excuse some people that as far as when they ask a girl to marry them and they say no. At least then they feel like they know. But with a deal such as marriage, you can't ever, you, you just don't know how somebody's going to react. But with a prom, I mean, you just got to know that stuff before you go. <laughs> in the middle of the football field, it, you just got to know. So in that respect, he he kind of—I'm not gonna say deserves it, but he should have done—he should have done more. But what, what do you do if you're the girl in that situation? How do you how do you handle it differently? I say she handled it bad. 
she, she just said yes, and then later been like, look, I can't go. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I guess that's the way she probably should have done it for his sake. But, oh, he will never live that down. No, he, he, he's got to move out of, out of that town there. That went all over the place. I mean, that, that's his legacy. I mean, the, and it, the, right. And the, if you know ooh, that guy, you I mean, heard. The ooh yeah. you heard is what it was like when somebody got hit in a football stadium real hard. But it was the ooh you heard when right. she said, I got a date. But it's worse because, like, there, there's no helmet on it. I mean, he's just out there in the open, and you can see him, and he walks up near the camera. I mean, there's no getting away from who it is. You know it. <laughs> the, the people don't know what you're talking about. I didn't know Dan's computer. It was posted, I, I can't remember, I think it was Barstool. That posted yeah, was, a video of a high school kid uh, basically getting on a microphone there and some type of story that event something going on graduation. I, I, I don't know what it was. And asked her to prom, a date with him, prom date with him. And she said, I already got a date. And it was in front of everybody. That's what we're talking about here. Hey, yeah, because once she said that, he just stood there for about five seconds and said, what? <laughs> uh, hey, oh, he was... He was like, I did not just ask this girl. She said no. He thought, he just, he, he just talked to himself. I really just guessed this up. And especially with it. That's his legacy now at that town. Right, and he, he acted like he had no idea she was going to say no. So just think of what he was thinking in that moment. And it just. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't even. Oh. It happens, though, I mean, and oh, I I just don't want to be put in that situation. That's why, like, if ever I get to a point when somebody doesn't have a boyfriend <laughs> and I end up uh, dating somebody, if I ever can seriously consider marrying somebody, I just don't think I'm going to be one of those that ask them out in front of a bunch of people. I just, no, no I don't think so. Oh, I do. <laughs> I mean, I knew the answer. I mean, I literally knew the answer. It had been done. Throwing in my face enough that I, I, I mean, when I right, asked my wife to marry me, there was there was a bunch of drops there. I mean, there was tons of drops for a long time. Like, when are you going to do this? When are you going to do this? Right. Not literally right. that question. Not literally that question, but you know, I mean, I was. Although I will say that I was more nervous when I asked my wife to marry me than I was even at my wedding. I don't know why. I knew the answer, but well, well that makes. I guess I guess it's still if you're planning a wedding, you already know the answer. I mean, I guess there is that like point zero zero one percent doubt whether she says no, but I guess there, you know, I I was I was I was more nervous than I've been in my life, and that was a whole that's a whole different story. There was. There's a long backdrop to what almost happened that trip and everything else. It would take forever. It's not a podcast. Too long for right. a podcast today. I have a right. but, 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 but I get that. I, I get being, as a guy, more nervous asking at the, hey, to marry him than, than being at the wedding. I mean, I, I understand that. I'll tell you this quick part. It's, it's one when I get nervous in any sense, I pace real bad. I do. I pace. Like, my wife makes fun of me because they're home at basketball games. Yeah, I was about Neither. to say, this is every basketball game, right? <laughs> so, it's, 
So, like, if people's over or anybody's over, I'll just sit in a chair and I have the pillow and I just kind of throw a bit of pillow. But people ain't over. It's like literally walking, like, back and forth in the living room. Like, it's not, like, if it's a blowout or something or they're worried about being, you know, I'm just kind of sitting there. I might hit the pillow and get mad at some. But, like, if it really plays like a nail biter, I'm like, I'm pacing with a pillow. And, like, when something bad happens, I hit the pillow. And, yes, I hold a pillow because I want to break nothing. I went, I, I broke my phone one time by throwing it, and I said, I'll never break that again. It wasn't work. So now I carry a pillow. Yes, it's an old pillow, and I carry it. Get over it. All right. So... It's literally, and this seems to be almost ever on this basketball game, they somehow make it close. So I'm sitting there literally just walking back and forth in my living room, screaming and hitting the pillow for an hour and a half. I mean, it'd probably be better in my health interest that I didn't watch all this basketball. Well, that that would go for me in probably every aspect of Ole Miss sports. It didn't matter which one. But, um, I mean, I don't see that stopping, so I'm just going to have to – Hey, yeah, you just got to find ways to, you know. But, so, so, I'm sitting here, I'm pacing. All right, I'm nervous. I got the ring in my pocket. The intention was I was going to do it on the beach. We're on a beach trip. All right. That was my intention. She'd almost done seen the ring a bunch, bunch of times. If people want to look at it, blah, 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 all this stuff. They didn't want to wait. All right. Down there, family trip. Very big thing, you know, down there, nice, really nice place. I had it planned out. So I'm sitting here just pacing. It's, we're, we're, we're about to go out to eat, and then we're, after we got to eat, we're supposed to go to the beach, walk around, and do some stuff. I'm just pacing, going down the halls. I'm like, you know, I'm one of the people I get quick, I get ready quick. I'm, here, I'm waiting all I have to get ready. So I'm like, come on, come on. So I start to think, what if I lose this ring while we're out here? I'm going to lose this freaking ring. I'm going, <laughs> <laughs> we got to go out to eat. And all that. And... So there, I just do a dance, do a wait. My wife heard me talking about it, so she popped her head into the door. She didn't know I was closing the door for. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing now. So that was pretty much it. That's the only time in there. I don't know why I was sitting there, but I was. Well, and that's you never probably, know before. That's probably how I got that video failed before it happened. So he got told me. Yeah, and I mean, thankfully it wasn't anything as serious as asking for hand in marriage or anything. Yeah, oh God, good God, that'd be worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something. It's, it's something like a prom. I mean, you can get over that. But if it's and if that would have happened to you when you were proposing, or if that was him proposing, I mean, I, I don't know how you recover from that <laughs> very soon. I mean, I'm actually just want to talk about it. They want to switch to sports to hang in there, people. Yeah, I, I mean, know one if, you're, if you're listening I, to this for Ole Miss Sports Talk, uh, you're probably as frustrated as I am about baseball, then you're willing to put it off as long as possible. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not going to talk tons of baseball today, actually. But, uh, because it's not worth talking about. <laughs> well, this is the last time we could talk about it. I mean, let's get real. I mean, <laughs> well, that's whatever they did. Well, to get this question out of the way, I'm going to talk sports. And, uh, I know one person before. Where he asked a girl to marry him, and she said no, that she wasn't ready to get married, but she still loved him. They said, yeah, they ended up getting married. How many, what percent do you give, not even get married, 
but where a girl says no and they stay together. It's got to be I, low. I mean, it, it is probably low because if the girl says no... I'm freaking pissed. Yeah, yeah, but you, you're pissed, but the, the girl has probably already had doubts about it, about you, most of the time if they say no. Well, what if she says, you know, I really still love you, I'm just not ready for marriage, blah, 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 blah. I don't, That's it depends on, it, again, it depends, if, if I was ready to marry this, this person enough to the point of asking them, and they said that to me, I, I don't think I would break up with them. I mean, as mad as, as aggravated and frustrated and whatever that'd be, I don't think I could because I'm not just going to ask somebody if I don't feel that strongly about them. So, but I, I'm going to guess there are a lot of people that aren't like that and they would not last very long. Yes. Thomas Boris had come out in media days that, uh, it's not really media days, I guess, Justin, uh, getting together. Talk about an upright. There's 24-something. Every school now is getting 31.1, here over $31.1 million. But, and it's expected to only go up with an SEC network. This is only this is really the first year, and really, if you think about it, isn't they're going to win championships every year? No, but that kind of makes schools like Ole Miss State schools that were kind of middle tier compared to other things. It kind of makes top twenty programs now. So without a doubt, you get that kind of money, you're gonna you're gonna theoretically go ahead of the schools that you've and other conferences that you're kind of been on par with that's gonna i mean that that should put you above them if if you play your cards right um and, and you're not it's, I, I don't really feel like Ole Miss will ever be top top of the line SEC consistently no but, but I'm talking nationwide I mean right, I know that's what I'm saying like but even even with that being the case you're gonna pass a bunch and other conferences that aren't getting this money that you've been pretty level with throughout. So, yeah, absolutely. You with getting that kind of money over pretty much every other team and every other conference. Yeah, you should be you should be a top twenty program. By estimation, this is ten more million. It's the next closest per conference. Ten more million a year. Really, Really, it's like 10.7. And compared with some other conferences are making an SEC network now, that number is going to get more split. I mean, I mean, basically, other than the top of the line and the top dogs in the other, in the other conferences, like the top two or three, you should really be ahead of the rest of them if you're an Ole Miss. Um, getting that kind of money and already being in the southeast, I mean, you, you just should be better. So, the difference now is where Ole Miss used to would have to hire assistant or hire a low-level coach. Say these groups, like, they're not saying it is. It's just hypothetical here. They could go take somebody if they want to because they have the money to do that now. And with the athletic director that they have, you got to believe he's going to try to get the best available. 
but he oh, can absolutely. get it. I mean, he's not going to go. I mean, if he's got the money to do it, I don't think Bjork is going to be one that's going to settle. Um, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to get. He's going to go out and hire the next whatever. I mean, the next Nick Saban. But I think, I think he's going to do everything he can to hire the next big coach, and he's going to he's, he's going to be willing to pay the guy. Yeah, oh yeah, I think so too. And it, it you know, Bjork talking about now he he they, they talk about the money. I can remember just two or three years ago, I think the athletic budget was seventy four million. I want to say that was ten or eleven. I think I remember reading somewhere. I think it, they moved it up to seventy four million. He's talking about. This coming year, ninety-six million dollars. Meantime, you didn't close to a hundred million dollar athletic budget. You're up there with the upper school, uh, upper elites, right? And yeah, that, that's a big jump in a three to five year span. Um, yeah, you, you're getting up there. Um, there there's not going to be many that's that's far ahead of you. No, it ain't, and I guess it shows you how good he is. How often? Said multiple times, I thought Scott Strickland was very good. Shows you he was right. You can get started and be able to do some of this stuff by taking up some of the loans he took out to go ahead and build all this new stuff for the baseball stadium and 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 do Davis way how he did. That you know he took out a lot of some people's precautions about that. Looks like he 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 made the right move. Yeah, it's, they're, they're it looks like they're going to be Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, considering where they've been, I, I, Ole Miss and Mississippi State both. Um, I mean, how can you give anything? How can you give the, those institutions anything other than an A or an A plus on on how they've gone with athletic directors in the last five? Years? And you know, well, as long as Strickland and um, Greg Byrne was there before for a short period of time, and then Ross York. I mean. I, being how it was before I and mean, prior to them, and their their hires recently, really you can't give them anything other than they. Oh, I, I agree there. Switching turns a little bit. I really kind of some, I guess maybe good news. For uh, maybe good news, <laughs> maybe good news. Okay. <laughs> I thought he had to sit out. The transfer of Miami, I just, I can't remember his last name right now. DeAndre. I, I, I'd heard he had to sit out next. This, this okay. Year. Well, Andy, because I'm a dork, I watch all this little stuff. Uh, Andy Katz, he does this, I don't know if you ever watched it, called Three Points, and then he basically talks about three things in basketball. I've heard um, that I hadn't watched it. Okay, I, I watch it from, he does it pretty much almost every day. Uh, it's about two minutes or so. So I watched the one from today, and he says that he says his sources, which was probably AK or somebody in the program, that they're pretty confident that he'll go play this year, and they're going to file some type of petition or waiver or something, and they're pretty confident he's going to get it. So that's something new to me, and I didn't know it about. I was pretty sure not to sell the year, and it. It's, Still going to be very thin in the front court, but he's a volume scorer as far as 
three-point shooting. He's very good three-point shooter, and that could definitely doesn't hurt the team and gives him another body. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it definitely would help. I, and I think you classified it right. That's maybe good news or big, if true. You can throw any of those terms in there. <laughs> um, yeah, it would help a lot. Um, just, you know, they are thin in the front court, but I'm of the opinion the more the more scores you can get on the court, uh, regardless, you got a shot to win. That's this may be good news, and are they going to ask somebody else? I know they're struggling for somebody. There's several names out there, but none I really feel good about. I really think they waited too long. I know they really wanted the guy, and they kind of slow-played it because of Kobe. And we'll talk about him in a second. Do I can't remember his name. I think his name was James White. He committed somewhere. He was the little Arkansas Little Rock grad transfer. Really probably could have got him at one point. They were trying to like just lay it off because of Kobe. And didn't know what he was going to do, and I think he committed like the day after. Went somewhere. I can't remember where. He committed somewhere and signed like the day after Kobe said he was leaving. It was too late by then. So Kobe transfers to Kansas. Odd choice there, considering why he said he wanted to leave. Um, it makes his reason. Yeah, it makes you question his reason uh, a lot. Well, to me, it's a no-brainer by Karen. It's just he's an insurance policy. They don't um, to lose, but doesn't, yeah. doesn't mean it makes sense on his part. Uh, to me, I expect him to be in some small conference in about a year and a half, some small school. I expect them to transfer out again. They are, I'm basically expect them to get pushed out. But if something happens, they still have him there. I mean, I mean, obviously they're going to run the offense through him, right? Obviously, you know that's yeah, what they do. That's what they 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 take a they take a underachieving um, SEC middle of the road uh, programs. Uh, Take their underachieving players and stick them in there and run the offense to them to win a big championship. I hope he does obviously. well. I'm changing the respect. And he oh, has nothing he, he has upside. He can be a dominant player down low. He has it near to reach his potential. I don't and think his upside I, is them Kansas run their offense through him. I, I don't think it's that high. Oh, no. I, do think, <laughs> he, I think he has potential to be first big guy off the bench for even for Kansas. But he's not near that right now. His biggest issue is a lot of what but- Reggie Butner had and didn't really get over until he was a senior. He had, in which the difference in him and Reggie is Reggie had big hands. Kobe doesn't have big hands. They both can't catch the ball. You can throw it to Kobe, he might catch it, he might not. And you saw a lot of Reggie. And Reggie didn't really become efficient at catching the ball and, and doing scoring or not scoring, whatever, just catching the ball down low until the senior year. And that's a lot of what his problem is. He's okay with his offense when he gets down there. He has a little bit more of a shot than, than Butner did. He, he does have more of a shot. I mean, he can step out 12, 15 foot and hit a jumper. Uh, he's not too low at, at rep. 
ready is or was was last year, but he still can make that shot. His potential is there to be a really good contributor, even to a school like Kansas. But I don't see it. Um, he didn't take that step that I thought he would from his freshman year. He was good at times. He was really good at times. It wasn't a consistency there. And that's, that's an issue. Now. I don't see him taking a step be good enough to be a contributor at Kansas, in my opinion. No, I'm in the same boat. Now, like I said, I had nothing against nothing against Colby. I, I hope he does well. Um, I I hated to see him leave, but just the stuff he had said, and then I mean, I, I was just to me, I, I was shocked. That, I was shocked. Really, with really to me, it comes down to this: all these kids have these people around them that are I don't know what you call them, ice clingers that. And they gave us some really bad advice. That's pretty much what it is. I, mean, I, I don't doubt that. Um, it's just, I don't see how this, why this, what could somebody, I don't see what somebody could say that makes this sound like it would be good, other than he would be going to Kansas with the power. I mean, just because he's on that team and they'll be winning more doesn't mean he'll be getting what he wants as far as playing time or any of that stuff. I, I, I don't know. Well, Small American List came out, and this feeds more to my point that Ole Miss has to win this year with all his lost their players. I think they have, let's see, they have, let's see, they have the Cron Trevor on the first team on SEC. Uh, Evan Ingram on all SEC first team, Laramie Trunsell, uh, Roman Dishes on all SEC first team, uh, that's four on first team. You got, let's see. Is Connor on second team? I guess, and I thought he was on first. Yeah, Connor's on second team. Uh, Aaron Morris is third team. Denzel Kondichi's third team. C.J. Johnson's third team. Um, Will Gleason's third team punter. I'll tell you I don't, really, don't really understand fourth team, but Marquise Hayes is fourth team. Well, why, yeah, why is there a fourth team? That's kind of a lot. Uh, Markel Patch, 14. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get having 14. I get having 33. But I guess it, you know, it's chatter. So that's one, two. Let's see. Three, four, five, six, seven. Eleven players make all the CC team. Really, I would say uh, they're missing at least they're, they're missing at least one because and maybe two. Personally, I, I believe that uh, at least one of the cornerbacks is going to be up there. 
Well, they're not going to put somebody who has a plate. They're not. They're not, but they're, to me. But I'm going to say Tim because reality is, yes, he's going to be a good player for them. He's going to do some good things for them. I'm not going to put away Tim. Nothing against punters, but so 10 all-SEC players. Uh, I think they got four that make it all-Americans. I guess one thing, which one would you be more surprised of? Like, if you were told that one of the Ole Miss cornerbacks was, because let's be honest, I mean, I know they haven't played yet, but uh, they're both not just coming in as freshmen and doing whatever. Uh, one of them, or for instance, Mark L. Pack, or even Denzel Kandisi, which one, I mean, I could see Mark L. Pack, I mean, as good as he can be, I mean, I don't know that he'll make on an all-SEC team. I, I, I haven't seen anything to show that, and he may. And even Denzel, I mean, well, other than freshman year. Um, how he's been okay. Be he's been, he's had big games, but hasn't had big years since his freshman year. Right, he has and, the talent, but Denzel got too big on Denzel. Right, and see, my opinion, I, I, I just, I, I, I don't get why they don't, well, I think some of the pack is that how true it is, how not true it is. And it's been the talk since he's been there from coaches, and this is on this coach's talk and take it for what it says. But it's even come stronger since then is that they're all in the year last year. He's going to play some, but next year is going to be his year. The light has come on a little bit more. He has to learn the playbook. He has to get more comfortable, get a little bit stronger. And that same drone is ten times louder right now. I think that's a little bit where they come from. And it's for a team. And you talk about how many raw receivers are on there. you got to put somebody. That's true. I don't really think there should be a four team. But that's not a hit right there. Yeah. My point is... Yeah. With all this talent, this is where you got to win big. And to me, winning big, team is winning big, but I think they can get away with winning nine and keep the momentum going into the draft. I don't think he win does nine, it. If you win nine, come out and win the bowl game. Just get to ten. And, well, here's my thoughts on it. Now, here's my opinion. Now, if they win nine, and let's say they get blown out three games. No, that's not. Keeping them around. But if they win nine and you you can't go to Alabama, Auburn, and say Mississippi State but, and get blown out. No. So let's say they lose within a touchdown. And they're all four quarter games. Could have gone either way. Oh yeah, if you lose think, like if you lose two or three like you did LSU and Auburn, you can get away with that. Let's not talk about Auburn. I'm still upset about that. Well, but, it uh, doesn't matter how upset you are. I was upset at LSU too. But it doesn't matter how upset you are. I mean, what I'm well, saying is, if you lose something like that, you can get you can't lose like you did against Arkansas. You just can't. No, absolutely not. And that that's pathetic. <laughs> I mean, I, I realize a lot of it probably had to do. I mean, a lot of it had to do with Treadwell getting hurt, and the the morale was just down. But regardless, you can't go lose games like that. So, and, and consider yourself elite. To me, 
I think this team needs to win big early and get kind of on the roll. They might can even lose Alabama and keep going. Because, listen, with the team, the talent on this team, they're thinking national championship at minimum SEC, going to SEC championship. They lose, That'd be nice. They, they lose too early. I'm not going to say they're not going to try, but I, I don't think the fire will be the same. Well, I mean, no. it may be, it may be, it may kind of end like it did last year if you had that situation. And another thing, it's it's no freeze, right or wrong. First year, you can't really take nothing from it. They even, you know, whatever. And I know injuries happen, and you got to stay healthy, but there's a little bit of stigma that his team falters down the end stretch. Wait, so why would you not take – why would you not look at the first year and how they – because they didn't finish bad in year one. No, I'm just saying at the first year you can't really take that because that team was so much of a, you know, piecing together. And, I mean, really they just won the last game. I mean, they lost a bunch of a good many in a row. Yeah, but well, they did, but they didn't play bad. I guess that's what point. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm talking about just pure winning games. I'm talking about win, wins and losses here, not how you play. Yeah, I mean, I guess they won their, uh, what they won their last two and twelve, and then uh, they they lost. Uh, besides the bowl game, yeah, they lost to Missouri and State, and played awful in both. And then, yeah, they they really. I, I think if State has a better defensive plan, they probably don't win. They probably lose that one last year and they bowl one. So, yeah, they think – they don't be honest. They all, this defense, all this defensive playing, all this all bull crap, I don't think that – I mean, to the help, sure. But listen, it not matter what defensive plan they had, that secondary got ate up all year last year. And he they did, but they – I mean, you let one guy beat you, that's just uh, – that's inexcusable. And Hugh Freeze said they've been beat all year and we're going to make them totally change. And they didn't totally change. And really didn't let any one guy beat you. It went until, because first two and a half quarters, they was hitting standards also. I think at one time, I think one time in one of our other drives, he caught three passes in a row. Well, you're kind of taking away from your point that they played really well in that game. I mean, that was at the end of the year. Yeah, that's what I mean. They played it really well against, and I think it wasn't been a rivalry, and I think it wouldn't have been for what happened from the year before, and so pissed off. I think it would have been somebody else. Say, if it had been just throw another team that's decent out there, I think they'd have lost that game. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's possible. And then, I mean, you look at how the 13-year ended. You take the headbutt and knock him back down. Everybody saw that. Can you not see something like this happening in the opposite way this year? Well, I mean, nothing happened like that, though. Yeah, they're going to... Yeah, the the fields are... Yeah, they're going to... In Starkville, there's going to be more hate. 
You don't think they're gonna you don't think they're gonna play up the whole Dak thing with him getting flipped by trails? If you don't think that's gonna like if you don't think they're gonna take that as the same deal as the whole putting Wallace's head down, they're they look at it the same way. They can whatever. I mean they're gonna be if you don't if you don't you're being naive about them. No, 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 here's my thing. They're gonna play up everything and straw no matter what. There's actual hate there. I mean it's like it's embedded in them. That's true. <laughs> you know, get my point. I mean, that's it's gonna be like it anyway. No, and it's like that every year. I mean, I, I've been there my fair share of times, and it's the same way every time I go. But uh, I don't know how that rest of the, I don't know. Talking about sports, see, man. Do, you, do you think they'll? Um, I mean, well, do you think they'll play better? Hey, Freeze is obviously even admitted to. Uh, seeing the trend of them not playing it and them have to do something different. Do you think they'll get that corrected this year? I really, I, I don't know. Let's see how injuries are. Uh, you got to see how guys progress. It's just too early. So I do, I do think if they lose too early, that's reason. Wall banks are all thin. Uh, if they lose too, uh, let's say they lose to Alabama and Auburn. So I think they got to beat one of them too. Um, because I think, I think Alabama's the easier choice, even though it's because of when they play them. But they got to win one of them too. Now they're gonna. Now I don't see them losing any other games besides the Alabama game going up to Auburn. I don't think Texas A&M beats them, but. So you they lose Alabama and then lose Auburn, I guess was about week seven, week eight. They lose both them games, I can see it kinda of going down. I can see them lo- I can see them losing four games if they lose those two. Yeah. I mean to me to me, they're they at that point they would probably lose the egg bowl and then I think they would probably split between L S U and Arkansas. Yeah, probably. And, that's probably about right. I mean because they, yeah. It's gonna be tough And I could even see them. I mean, I could see them still getting up for them two games, maybe. Well, especially LSU because it almost gets up for LSU. To me, and I don't, I don't, care, and I don't, I don't like, care how the season's going. They better. They they need to beat LSU. I don't. I don't think they'll be much better than they were last year. And uh, I, I tell you this, I tell you this. Another thing is on the schedule. I don't like this. I'd actually like to switch Florida or something come down there. But I don't like LSU being right in front of state. I hate that. Uh, is it just purely because it's a rivalry game? Well, they get so hyped up. You only get hyped up so much in a year. It's so hyped up for LSU, you didn't turn it right around and have to get real hyped up for for state. It's just difficult. Well, the way things with state's going, if you can't get hyped up for that game, regardless of who comes the week before, then something may be wrong with you. Not get, I ain't saying I don't get hyped up for it, but you only got so much in you, no matter who you are. Yeah, I know. 
and it's, it's tough. That and not saying and, and saying and saying you might not get hyped up. Not saying you might not get hyped up, but I mean, a big win or a big loss for LSU. I don't want you need to get hyped up for game, but I'm saying let's change focus to state. You know, there. All well, if, L- if LSU's like I think they may be, it may not be as big of a win as it has been in years past. Uh, beating them is always a big win, and you know that's how it is. I, I'm just saying, if they lose, if they've already lost the state, and they lose to Auburn, and they've already lost to Alabama, and and that's and if they had already lost three games, even maybe four, then I, I to me, to me, you just can't put that much emphasis. And you can't put all your stock into that game, even if you win it. Real quick, what do you think about Georgia taking a grad transfer that's not very good? Quarterback. It makes you. It makes you wish Ramsey was okay. Right, and it kind of makes you wish you. Well, just off, just looking at it, it makes you wish maybe you you wish we could almost catch Georgia in a year. Like this, when there's a lot of uncertainty, instead of the year they did when they had to face Aaron Murray and all that group <laughs> in 2012. Um, much rather play them around now. Um, who knows? Uh, Georgia, it's one of those teams you never. There's not many times they're just gonna bottom out, but they're, they they just they're not passing whatever you. I mean, not the eye test, but just the, what you. Look at what they have right now. I mean, they have a lot of question marks for sure. I mean, taking this quarterback, they're kind. Of, it seems like they're kind of admitting to it. Well, I thought I contacted a Georgia person at this. And I kind of, you know, I got some tweets about it after I said something, and so I kind of looked out. And the word around there, what are you going to take it for? I don't have much gospel is whatever. But it seems like Ramsey would be the guy right now, and they have no faith in him. And I thought when he played, he considering he played okay. Yeah, uh, who knows? I mean, we haven't, they haven't, um, hadn't seen much of him, but. Well, last thing before we get out of here. So I, I, I caused a bit of an uproar last, I guess yesterday on Twitter, and it's quite exciting. We, we talked about it a little bit, but it was funny to me that when I actually told them we could put money online and prove it, they just kind of shut up and don't want to talk about it no more. Um, you're talking about the... Well, basically, I was having a regular conversation. We was talking stuff. Cohen had... They may just kind of kind of made it a bit more deal how they announced it in the year press conference, which they usually don't do. Usually it's more of a usually in the year unless something unless they're making changes or something like that. Usually coaches will just meet with the media and they'll record, ask questions, record, and they write a story about it. That's usually how it happens. Well, he decided they decided they don't have a press conference, and he basically said a whole bunch about nothing. That's what he said. Right. He said he said a lot. It basically didn't tell you anything. They didn't really ask a lot of tough questions, to be honest with you. Although they said all they actually got asked about asking tough questions, they didn't really. They said, "Well, do you expect me really to ask that?" 
that's not that's not your job. You're supposed to ask some questions. Oh, but that's that kind of people. They're journalists, and everybody knows that. Most of them. All right. So I'm having this conversation about stuff with just everybody basically talking about the program in general, Cohen and everything. Just me and the guys. We're agreeing on a bunch of stuff. And stuff they need to do to strengthen the schedule, change to help get in the in a tournament baseball. And they talked about baseball really affecting Mitchell. And I said, yeah, I said, and you can vouch for this. I, I said in a conversation with a few people on Twitter. I said on the podcast. But I said I could see Ross Mitchell being the guy with the ball with how he pitches really affected him. Turns out it did. Okay. All they come out to the work. You're so smart after the fact. Blah, blah, blah. You didn't say that here. I should uh, take stock advice from you. I mean, it was just five or six of them just Really, eight really to make end up saying comments about it. So we went back and forth a little bit, and some of them, one guy ended up saying, Y'all, you probably did say it, but whatever. But I told about two or three of them, I said, Well, we can get, we can put that money on it and have it in writing where it's legalized, and I will go find it and prove it to you. And it was crickets when I said that to, to about the three I did. Because you could go back, you could find the podcast where we talked about it. Oh, absolutely. It, it would not know, be hard at all. I, I know around the timeline it is, and I have all I basically have to do is go to iTunes and stroll back to about the beginning of the season, listen to a few, and I pretty much I think I have in the discussions new baseball discussion, um, improving. But I wasn't going to go do that just for free. I wanted them to put money on it, so they pretty much went silent after I told them to put money on it. And I did just want to say, oh, yeah, we can bet on it. And I said, let's go get this in writing. I'll meet you at a lawyer's office, and we're going to bet a large sum of money. <laughs> and you wanted that get rich quick strength scheme. Oh, uh, well, you know, it's you know you, hey, 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 it's not, it's not, a, it's not a bet if, you, if it's guaranteed money. Yeah, that's right. It was a guaranteed win to my proposition. And then someone else went on just right back. They said, well, you're, you seem to know a lot after the, the fact. And I said, well, it might be after the fact, but don't take it I didn't say it. I said, you're wrong, some you're right, so that's life. But I said, but uh, on this shot here, I can prove it. Won't you just bet the money? And then after I said that, he showed up. He did the same thing else. Yeah, I mean, that, that's two things that you've talked, we talked about on the podcast that you said basically at the start of the season. Um, and I'm surprised more people hadn't said stuff to you about the about the. Um, oh yeah, one of these same guys. One of these same guys is a guy that went crazy when I said it. State wasn't. I said I wasn't really. In, you I said thought, it's way too early to tell. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, it's way too early to tell. And he went all this. I hadn't whole, really played anybody. Nobody wants. To, I said nobody. I hadn't played anybody for everyone. He did this whole. Nobody wants to be 13 old. Do you? He did, I mean, he went bizarre. This is one of the same guys. I said, oh, yeah, well, like I wouldn't write about the 13 and 0 not being sold on state. And, oh, I don't remember that. He didn't remember that? Well, I mean, oh, I yeah, remember yeah. it. So I, there, there's more than one person that remembers that conversation. <laughs> oh, I ended up having two or three people come out and say, he was, they remember me or listening to me on a podcast saying about the baseball. And he said, well, you might have said it. Well, yeah, because we – because a lot was being made. Ole Miss was about 500. They were like 6-5, and 6-6, and six, and State was 13-0, and that was the whole deal. It, it, I mean, we did, it just, you couldn't tell. You you couldn't tell that if Ole Miss was – it was obvious they were inconsistent, but you couldn't tell if they 
with the starting pitching they had, you you thought maybe they could get in a regional, and with and you could see kind of how their schedule was shaping up too. And with state, they they didn't look good, but you could see who they were playing. It's like, well, they may still be good, but you can't tell based off the competition, and and that was talked about literally from the end of February on, and. For somebody that that was in that conversation, say they don't remember it. I I just I don't have time for people like that. <laughs> yeah, and the same guy brought this up to me several times after I said it a couple of days later. Yeah, he just didn't want to admit to it. Yeah, but you know that's how people are. And I and I said this to him. I said this myself. I I, I said, well, I said y'all people always want to point out when they're right, and I said other people always want to point out when you're wrong. That's, 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 that's in every situation. That's, that's, it don't matter what you're talking about. That's pretty much true. And I said, I'm pointing out that I was right. I mean, it really, and I, to be honest with you, I wasn't even pointing out that I was right. I was having a conversation with guy, and I said, yeah, I said, it, he, I said it, it hurt Ross. And I said, it might, cause I thought it might could hurt Trent. And a little bit, it did seem it affected Trent in a certain extent. His, and I love how they asked me, how did I know? And, I, and they went to extra questions I'd ask. Like I said, have you looked at any how the baseball affected pitchers and what type of pitcher Ross mentioned the scouting reports out there? I mean, it basically told you how it would affect pitchers and which what kind of pitchers it would affect more. Your soft toss and locators, it would affect them more because they don't, a lot of them don't give out a lot of RPMs. And don't have good arm extension. I mean, it pretty much told you that in in, in a scouting book on the ball. If you just read a little bit, but no, they want to do this. It's all because I'm all Miss fan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, honestly, before the season, kind of just based on uh, fastball and everything else, kind of surprised it didn't. I mean, with I say, if you want to put an old Miss bit on this with Scott Weatherby, you, you kind of wondered if it would affect him any at all, and his ERA went down. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he doesn't. He throws what eighty six, eighty seven. I mean, he doesn't. Well, the thing about the thing about Scott though, that it, and it's just, this goes for the same thing. It's the same thing of White Short. And I'm not a huge baseball guy, but well, I Short find does that so it, hard too. Okay, well, let's. I'm gonna get to this. I'm not a big baseball guy, but intermatrix RPMs and versus mile per hour and and arm extension, all this stuff, and how it affects pitchers, kind of fascinates me a little bit. So I'll read up on it. I'll listen to stuff about it uh, from different guys, different pro guys, different college guys, about things about it, and they talk about it. I listen to a lot of stuff about the new baseball. And basically with Scott and with, with, with Short, part of the reason they're so efficient, and you can throw Jake Raggins back in here, Jake, like I said, he he doesn't get good arm extension, and it hurts him. It hurts him when the, if you don't get good arm extension, you can't be as accurate. You're just not as accurate, and you can't throw quite as your RP your miles per hour might be there, but your RPMs ain't up. But guys like White Short and Scott Wesley have really good arm extension. That's part of the reason they're as good as they are. Yeah, it makes sense. And that's part of the reason we talked about Brady Brandler going a little inside baseball. Even the guy that does baseball here, 
part of the reason his, you know, we've talked about him having a heavy fastball. Even though he throws 88-89 is his fastball, it's like he's throwing 93-94 because he has a high RPM. So it's like it's really coming down harder than it is. Oh, yeah, I, I can remember several times facing guys in high school that uh, that it, 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 he wasn't really – they weren't really throwing hard, but it seemed just as hard as somebody throwing five miles an hour faster. And it just – and I'm sure that's what it was. It just the the, the uh, delivery plus it just the arm, the whole deal. And and sometimes people – pitchers can they, – they hide the ball better and you, you pick it up. Later, you know, later. So, I mean, all that stuff. It, it. I mean, I can see where it affects um, really everything. And well, for all she can watch this. So it's not dogging the kid. He's a good. He seems to be a good kid. But he was really effective. It's when he had umpires that gave him that extra inch or two off the plate, inch, and a lot of them him to be an inch or inch low. And he still called a strike. That's when he's really effective. You saw it the year before, not just this year. When he got hit is when he had umpires that call a tight strike. And that's when he got hit a lot because he didn't have the stuff to really be uh, an SEC starter. But you know, a lot of – look, he had the same deal as Sam Smith. I mean, they started out last year or in the year before really good, and they both went down. It's not like Ross Mitchell. He just, he just had a bad this year. Really – from his start against Ole Miss last year in April, um, and Ole Miss beat him, I think it was 5-1 to one maybe, but he got hit a lot in that game. And he got hit really every weekend after that. And he got – and when they went to Lafayette for the regional, he got crushed. It, it, I mean, it wasn't just this year and this ball. He kind of – he had started going down at the end of last year, probably because he had pitched so many innings. And you look at this year, and, yeah, it had to be the ball. And he didn't – it's not like he pitched that. Just a ton. Um, it just you you see it a lot of times. The scouting reports and everything else out there. It, and the whole deal with him, he was getting he getting an inch or two off the plate, and oh, on top of that, that, people and people didn't know how to lay off his another argument. His, his other argument was was scouting report that the people detached raw scouting report. I said, I told him, and this is true, I said, scouting reports get out before even SEC play starts. I mean, people might know your tendency, but, and that's one thing that hurt Bramwell, in, in, in my opinion, that his scouting report was out, and because he didn't really have a second pitch, it hurt him. It just got to the point where that that people knew to lay off anything low with Ross, and if he ever, when he had to come in the zone, and if the umpire wasn't giving him off the plate, if he, when he had to come in the zone, just hit it. And really, from the middle of last year on, that that's kind of what happened. And it didn't help this year with the ball. That um, it was coming even more of a problem. So, and and I personally, I like Ross Mitchell. I, I've seen a lot about him outside of baseball, and. And as far as a guy on another team, like not many of them I've liked any more than him, personally. But uh, it does when you can only throw in the low 80s with fastball. 
and you're not and, and I've been there. I, I didn't throw hard when I pitched. When, when you you have to locate right, and you have to get a little bit off the plate. If you're not getting that, and you have to go down the middle, or you have to serve them up, you're you're going to get hit hard, and that's just kind of how it is. Wait, you pitch? I pitched when I was younger, not in high school. I mean, I pitched. Oh. I pitched like little league and pony league and stuff like that. But I mean, it's the same deal, no matter what age you are. I mean, you can't throw hard. You have to be really accurate, and you have to get a little help. Well, I pitched, but I didn't pitch after ninth. I didn't play after ninth grade. I decided baseball was my sport. But I was different. I could throw hard. I just had no no control. Yeah, I was the opposite of that. Uh, when I was eleven, twelve years old, ten years old, I could I could pitch and throw it about where I wanted to. But as far as speed, I was pretty far down the list. And I was a soft soft well, lefty, like Ross, and that, that's what I was. <laughs> well. I got caught several times when I was in ninth grade, which I, I wasn't very good at baseball. Uh, I, that wasn't your sport. I, I was decent, okay out in the field as, as an outfielder. I couldn't hit for shit. I could not hit. I, now if I hit it, I was going to hit it hard, but I could not hit. I struck out a ton. Uh, got to the point, my coach would say, just take the, unless you just, that's right across the center, he said, just don't swing. How bad I was. <laughs> All right. And I pitched and started in Little League and stuff like that. But literally, my ninth grade, my last year, I called in to scare or hit people that was hot. Because they knew when I came in, I was throwing gas. And it was no time was going to go. I literally got several people out where they just popped it up and they were literally swinging because they were scared. Because it was so close to them, they got scared. <laughs> <laughs> You were somewhat effectively wild. Yes. I mean, I, I did hit plenty of people. I, I did, and, but it was somewhat effective because there was plenty of times they'd just drop down and they'd back off the plate. I mean, I never did come in long. or I, I never pitched over an inning. And I got caught. I was, now I'll take I'm ninth grade now. I'm not great this time. I've probably been throwing hard all the time um, in high school. I was throwing 82, 83 in, in, in ninth grade, which is pretty good. And for somebody that had no mechanics at all, I just basically just getting up there throwing it. And never had any kind of pitching classes. I just went up there and just threw, probably didn't have my feet set right or anything. I was just going up there just throwing what I had. And I was caught several times at 82, 82, 83. It's about my fastball. Which, high school, small 1A ball. And you said you were in ninth grade, too. That's not bad. Yeah. At that level. You can get people out if you get those problems. An eighth senior is usually not going much harder than that. Or if not more. Usually, usually mid-80s. So I, I scared people once I did. I just threw it hard. I literally got up there and threw it as hard as I could. And you were like a closer trying to start. Uh, I think when I practiced, I got somebody to do it. Sam I did. I averaged about one out of four pitches in a strike. Yeah, that, that won't get you that far. <laughs> but I had. I did it was very effective against people just 
discipline to try to keep from getting hit or it's fall down. You or, you are you are good to bring in against the bottom of the order if they if they would swing. You know, I got brought in against literally this thing. And yes, people are asking this happened. You guys brought in against the hot guy. They will pretty much just, I got him out, I got him out. If not, hit him and hit him hard where he's going to be hurt. Uh, well, I guess that's an effective strategy. <laughs> and I did one of those. Either I got him out or I hit him every time. <laughs> yeah, I've had some guys on my little league team. Uh, they were the same way. Big boy, they could throw, but you really did not have any idea where it was going. Uh, that's that's and, a scary deal to face. <laughs> like, literally, I would one pitch slob would go at the ankles, next pitch slob would be chest high. I had no clue where it was going. But it was coming. <laughs> oh. Now, I might have eventually been decent if I actually went saw some pitching coaches and got some mechanics right, and I might could have. Maybe you got it fifty percent. But right. I didn't care enough and basketball was my sport and I was doing so much after my career year, I knew it wasn't that good. I was actually coming in to hit people with the baseball, so I, I gave up baseball kind of with my sport. So that's about oh yeah, that's one bring it up. Do you see about Lance playing last night? Uh I saw. I didn't watch it any. I saw some of his, his final line. I saw. Well. I, yeah. I went and I turned it over about the one in and watched. I actually watched the end of the pro baseball. 118 pitches, 117 fastballs, one changeup. That's impressive. Uh, when you when you throw that. <laughs> um, well, your ratio is that at at any level, at major league level, and you throw that many pitches and that many fastballs, and you don't you're get still hit. dominating. They know what's coming. That's, that's impressive. I didn't see this now, but I I, I heard it. And I went back and watched the and saw a video on YouTube about it. At one point, the catcher wasn't even doing any signs. He was basically putting up the mitt. He knew what was coming. No sense. No sense doing signs. I know what's coming. Let's do this. Yeah, if you if you can get people out at the major league level doing that, you're, you're special. special. You're special. That, that and special may not even be the word because special pitchers can't really do that. I, I I don't I don't know. I didn't. I you couldn't have told me any pitcher at the any pitcher, no matter how good his fastball was, Alka Howard. You you don't expect that. Um, <laughs> that's just an all night. <laughs> Well, that's going to wrap up today's show. We're about to actually run out of time here. They're just going to cut us off. So until next time, everybody, be safe. Have a safe weekend. We'll be back sometime next week. Until then, be careful.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.